Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. Welcome back to the Brodo Heat Wave, powered by the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. 32 teams in 32 days, brought to you by the Brodo team, Mike Petrop, Jason Petrop, Tim Petrop, and Santiago Casanova. The Brodo Heat Wave is back and better than ever before. We are coming to a close, but it is 32 teams in 32 days. The, the third to last division uh finishes today uh we have the panthers uh we're doing a brodo style man we are doing every single player that is fantasy relevant but before we get started we want to remind you to download the fantasy football by brodo app the only app that has every single tool you need to draft a winning team and keep a winning team during the season and it's free for a limited time download the fantasy football by brodo app today Four, fantasy player cards, which is basically a player profiler, a, a player profile, excuse me, but just cooler. Who to draft tool, player comps, podcasts, consistency charts, game log, coaching tendencies, articles, rankings, waivers, advanced stats, and exclusive stats like true throw value, true target value, true performance value, rushing yards over expected, points per opportunity, excluding touchdowns, and tons more. I'm, that's not even everything. Uh, and free for a limited time, thanks to our patrons at patreon.com slash Fantasy. They're the ones that support this thing. They're the reason why we could bring it to you for free. Join now to support the show and the app, but most importantly, to join the community on Discord, play in leagues with the Brodo Bros, get an extra podcast per week, the waiver podcast during the season, the most important one, private team consultations, free giveaways, and more. And as always, the Brodo Hub is brotofantasy.com. That's where you can find all things Brodo, including a very new feature that we just put on. For those of you doing your drafts this weekend, uh, we have a cheat sheet. Uh, where you can um, get rid of players, you can kind of mark them, you can follow the draft along with our rankings, uh, our consensus rankings, uh, the four Brodo uh, compatriots. Um, so get those because the four minds together usually meld into a pretty good, pretty good thing. Um, with that being said, today we got the Panthers. I'm with Michael. I'm with Jason. I forgot to mention that earlier. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm interested in this team. Sam Darnold is on on the squad. I believe in him. I want him to do well. And the reason that he will do well is because of his head coach, Matt Rule, and his offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. This is year Please two. Please don't use language like Will on this podcast. No. It, all right. Fine. Sorry. If he does do well, the reason he does well is because of these Thank guys. You. All right. Um, I'm not I'm not that confident either. But year two, 24th in scoring offense last season, 30th ranked offensive line this year, but has some young talent. So even though it's the 30th ranked offensive line, it does have ability to grow. They passed 57 percent of the time last season, which was about middle of the pack. So. Quarterback, this is where. Look, I wrote basically wrote a college thesis on Sam Darnold in the offseason about all of the things that he had to overcome. And the college thesis is right. The amount of shit that Sam Darnold had to overcome while he was with the Jets is just unbelievable. It's un- like we're talking offensive coordinators, inept offensive coordinators, inf- inept 
head coaches, like historically inept offensive coordinators and head coaches, historically bad offensive line, historically bad targets to throw to, like historically bad running backs behind him. It was really, really, really rough for him. Now he's on a new squad. He has much more weapons around him. He has a much better situation. Michael, can Sam Darnold lead the charge on a team where you expect CMC, DJ Moore, um, maybe, maybe Terrence Marshall, but definitely Robbie Anderson, all to be producers? Can he support all these guys? No. Oh, man, I, I disagree. Look, I know, Tim, you're a fan of Sam Darnold. I simply am not. Okay? Look, I appreciate the fact that he was... The youngest starting quarterback ever. I That's think, another right? thing. He was the youngest starting quarterback ever. He's only 23. He was placed into a terrible environment. I read Tim's thesis. Okay, Tim, I know it was a terrible environment. But. Historically terrible. To to just regress year after year is simply not okay once you enter the league. It's not. It's a fair point. His best QBR season was his rookie season. His most TDs was a sophomore season. In 2020, he had more interceptions than turnovers. He had an anemic yards per attempt of 6.1, 39th in true throw value. And I know he was a ter- in a terrible area. Okay, he was in a terrible place to play in New York with the Jets and Adam Gase. But he saw ghosts, if you want to put it that way, oh, more yeah, than yeah. one occasion. Because he just simply was not good. You did not watch Sam Darnold and think, this guy is good. I'm sorry, Tim. He made some good throws, but he's an NFL quarterback. Of course, he's going to make some good throws. Maybe he could have been a star if circumstances were different. Maybe. But what happened, happened. And now it's been three seasons of mediocrity for Sam Darnold. For me, the upside in Sam Darnold and this Carolina Panthers offense is if Sam Darnold could just be Teddy Bridgewater from last season. Not only is Sam Darnold through three seasons of terrible play in New York, now he has to learn a brand new offense. He's always turned the ball over. Now he has to operate a, a low turnover type of offense that utilizes their playmakers and all that. Like Teddy Bridgewater was 19th in points per game in 2020. That's like Sam Darnold's ceiling, in my opinion. I just don't see Sam Darnold being that guy by any means, and... He's currently going off the board at QB 28. Fine, if you want to take the shot on him there in a super flex league or something. But, I mean, I'm not trusting Sam Darnold in a super flex league as my second quarterback. Definitely not. So, I mean, it's just he's not someone I'm buying into even with all the weapons. Because Teddy Bridgewater, like I said, 19th in points per game. He still had three receivers who were top 36. And Mike Davis, who was crushing it for half the season. So, it doesn't mean he can't have some valuable fantasy pieces around him i just don't think he's going to be valuable at all for fantasy simple as that disagree i think uh joe brady is going to put him in good situations to succeed um a lot of people that the narrative around teddy bridgewater is that he doesn't lose you games um, bullshit he lost the panthers tons of games last year um they lost seven games by one score so I don't like I don't understand the narrative of like Teddy Bridgewater is this safe quarterback that's gonna no he loses you games he's a bad that's what bad quarterbacks do. There's not you think I'm a fan of I, me no listen I'm, this, this is Teddy getting Bridgewater. this is going somewhere this is going somewhere I promise. 
Um, with that being said, he Sam Darnold is way more talented than Teddy Bridgewater, and Teddy Bridgewater could have been so much better. Could have been so much better. And people f- sleep on Darnold's legs. I think that's another thing. I think that he is one of the quarterbacks that could surprise this year and kind of be that waiver wire pickup in week four that you pick up and kind of start for the rest of the year um, if things go correctly. I mean, I could be wrong on that. But I, like you said, at QB 28, this, these are the shots you're taking. You're not drafting Sam Darnold. There's no reason to unless you're in a super flex. Um, one guy you are definitely drafting with your first overall pick is Christian McCaffrey. Um this year, in our league, in the shocker of the millennium, uh, the person who had Derrick Henry last year took Derrick Henry with the 101 and handed Jason CMC for the second straight season. Um, Jason, is this season going to turn out better? <laughs> Don't laugh. I get, I, get a, I get a take two, and I'm glad I get to get one. Because last – look – Last year, I drafted CMC Galladay Kittle, so it was downhill from the start. Um, but there's really not much to say about Christian McCaffrey. This guy is quarterback proof, whether it's Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, Teddy Bridgewater, or Sam Darnold. It doesn't matter. He's going to get a shitload of work. Uh, and honestly, if look, it's cool if you haven't, but if you have read or listened to any fantasy football-related stuff this year, you'd know that Christian McCaffrey averaged more points last season than he did the year before per game. Uh, so, and this was the 2019 season where he blew the world through the water. So CMC, first pick. I don't think we need to spend more time talking about him. We need to spend some time talking about blew the world through the water. What the, what the fuck does that mean? It's when you blow the world through the water, man. It doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> you want me to blow Sam- the world through the water? That's seven. So that's going to be my middle part of the haiku. So it'll be Christian McCaffrey, five. Christian McCaffrey, blow the world out of the water. Goodness man, gracious. what a studly man. <laughs> haiku done? of the day. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe it just happened. Um, I'm going to, I was going to go to wide receivers, but Jason needs a timeout. So we're going to go to tight ends with Michael. No. Um, there's, <laughs> there's really no reason to, to have a Panthers tight end, right? Like Ian, Ian Thomas got, is, had a couple of good catches when, in the last preseason game when Darnold kind of had a great game. Um, but, you know, Dan Arnold's on the field, too. This is, you know, whatever. Yeah, man. The, the Darnold-Arnold connection. Everyone wants that to happen so bad. I already said I don't think Sam Darnold is a good quarterback. And now he has DJ Moore, Terrace Marshall, Robbie Anderson, CMC, and Dan Arnold is supposed to curate his own little efficient productive season two no hard pass um yeah so now we're gonna i guess we have to hear jason speak again now fuck um the wide receivers these are it's interesting because rob everyone's like favorite sleeper is robbie anderson because you can get him kind of late but he's becoming again just like last year such a popular sleeper that he's awake and he's not that good when he's awake like last year Excuse me. Last year, Robbie Anderson, like, only finished the tight end one one time. It was it was week one. It drives me crazy. Like I said before, that TD regression is so, is so prevalent. Like it's easy to say that because Robbie Anderson only had three touchdowns last year, he was unlucky. But most likely, it's because 
look, as a Jets fans, we know Robbie Anderson's flaws very well. Robbie Anderson cannot catch 50-50 balls. Like, Robbie Anderson's a separator. He needs open field. So he's never going to be a touchdown guy unless he's scoring these long touchdowns. And the numbers back that up. Last year, he was under 50% in contested catch rate, and it was his career high, 45%. He's finished as low as 19% on contested catches in an entire season, in his better seasons. So, I mean, he's just not made for the end zone. It's not his thing. So I think drafting Robbie Anderson with this idea of, oh, he's going to get targets and he's going to, and he's going to make them count and he's going to score more touchdowns this year. I think I think you're in for a lot of the same thing you got last year with Robbie Anderson, no matter who his, his quarterback is. What say you? I got another 575 haiku for you, man. Oh, this is man. a good one, though. Can we just stop the Robbie episode here? Robbie Anderson. He's simply not that good, man. Draft Terrace Marshall. Okay, Boom, I mean, 575. That was way better. <laughs> All right, so... Robbie Anderson saw 136 fucking targets last season. Like, what? And you know what he did with that? He finished with more than 15 and a half. That's it. Half PPR points twice. He scored fewer than eight half PPR points four times. So he was Mr. 8 to 15 and a half. He was, have a good day. Here's 12 points. Have 10 points. And that's fine. Whatever. But he was outside the top 24 receivers eight times, even seeing 136 targets. He's never had a season with less than six wide receiver four or worse games. So at least six times every season, he's outside the top 36 receivers. His best season with Sam Darnold was 63, 941 and seven. All right, that's fine, but you're not paying up for that. And Sam Darnold likes his inside receivers. That's just who he is. Ask fucking Braxton Berrios. Ask Jamison Crowder. Darnold prefers throwing on the inside. That's what bad quarterbacks do. So I'm also on the fade Robbie Anderson bandwagon. And that's for two reasons. Well, three reasons. One, the ones I just listed. Two, DJ Moore is just good, man. He's just a good player. He's actually good. He's not just a Robbie Anderson. Uh, after an 87, 11, 75, and four breakout season, last year, he surpassed his yardage total with 19 less catches. He went 66, 11, 93, and four again. If he caught a few more touchdowns, people will be jumping all over him. And he only had 118 targets, 19th in the league. That should go up considering Robbie Anderson at 136. He plays in the slot more than Robbie Anderson does. He's more talented. He finds the end zone a few more times. And he gets his third season of 175 yards or more. We're looking at a stud, man. DJ Moore knows how to ball. And then Terrace Marshall, I'm not actively targeting. His ADP's climbing a little bit, but he's a cheap flyer. And I wouldn't be surprised if he takes targets away from Robbie Anderson. Because, again, I don't believe Robbie Anderson's that good. Terrace Marshall has the capability of being very good. Second round pick, 6'3", 200. He was nearly as good as Justin Jefferson and Lamar Chase at LSU. He's looked good in the preseason. I'm fading Robbie Anderson in part because Terrace Marshall might receive one of some of those 136 targets that he saw last year. You don't are you worried about DJ Moore? Like now it's his third straight year of not being able to catch touchdowns. And he also profiles as a player who doesn't really excel in the in the red zone. 
And right now his ADP is at the place where it's like, all right, I expect him to have an increase in touchdowns. But that's kind of how it's been with DJ Moore for the last few years. Everyone always says, hey, this guy's a baller. This guy's really good. This guy gets open. This guy can catch. But he doesn't score touchdowns, which is a big problem for fantasy. So what do you think, Jason? Does that does it, How much is that scaring you? I get that, and that's why he's not going into wide receiver one, in my opinion. Because mm. not a lot of quarter wide receivers can say they've had 1,175 yards or more two seasons in a row. Yeah, that's not that's that's hard to do, and I think that continues. If he receives more than 66 balls, which he should, you'd expect. Um, well, first of all, that's more points if you're in half PPR or PPR, and you'd expect the touchdowns to go up at least a little bit. Yeah, he did only have 67 catches last year. And, so and if he comes out of the slot, then he won't. We again, we saw what Darnold did with Crowder and Berrios. He won't though. He spent a decent time in the slot last year. Not Curtis like. Samuel, Curtis Samuel's out of Carolina. I wouldn't be surprised if DJ Moore, their best receiver, moves into the area where their quarterback is best. I I was I'm actually that would just be good coaching. I'm actually kind of hot, kind of a little like relatively high on Terrence Marshall. Um, because of that, because Terrace, Tim Terrace, excuse me, Terrace Marshall, uh, he looked good in the preseason. Jason called him Lamar Chase just a second ago, and you were and you didn't say nothing to him. Um, <laughs> I said Lamar Chase. Yeah, you said Lamar Chase. Um, no, it gets me so mad when people. It's Terrace. It's not Terrence. It's not that difficult. Well, Terrace is not a regular name. Terrence is. It's the outside patio. The Terrace. Like my name was Tin, like T I N, and people <laughs> accidentally called me Tim. I'd be like, I get it. Help me, too. <laughs> anyway, um, Terrence Marshall has a lot of similarities to his situation. Uh, Ready? Listen, in the next 30 seconds, don't let this be the part where you stop. Because if if I, it, this sentence needs context, okay, that I'm about to say. He has a similar situation to Justin Jefferson last season. Here's what it is. He was drafted to fill a spot that was vacated. Curtis Samuel played 77% of his snaps in the slot last season. Marshall was a slot receiver in LSU. He moved around a lot, but he was a slot receiver. So I think Terrence Marshall is going ha- to have some games where he's relevant. I don't think he's one of those guys where you want him on your team all year, but he might be one of these rookie receivers that you see kind of come on week six, week seven. So keep an eye on, on Terrence Marshall. I think that he has an opportunity Similar to Justin Jefferson, although his ceiling is nowhere near where Justin Jefferson's was, um, to have a role. And, uh, yeah, it's hard for me to draft DJ Moore, man. It's just hard. Um, all right. That's it for the Panthers. Unless you guys want to talk about anyone else. No. I mean, I like Terrace Marshall, but I do think his ADP is just going a little too high. Um, like- you got to remember, though, like. Sometimes we say that, and it's because we like are on Twitter, and there's analysts drafting. Some I I struggle to say the word analysts sometimes, <laughs> but like, and then we draft on Yahoo or ESPN and or CBS or whatever, and you look at ADPs, and Terrace Marshall is probably not even being drafted. Right. So take that with a grain of salt. I agree. With that, being yesterday said- we did our a a chat a, a draft with our Tingle folk, so a, an original Brodo League. And the, the Yahoo ADPs the, are wild. The original Bro League, sorry. Yahoo They're ADPs wild. are very Those wild. Those ADPs were ridiculous. Uh, so you never know. Know where you're drafting. That helps. Yeah. And to know who you're drafting with. That also helps. With that being said, Ariva Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason, away, idiot. Oh, 
Uh, that's what someone's going to say when they're injured. Who's going to be one injury away? Boom. I guess I'll say Chubba Hubbard. Yeah, just because That's who it is. Chubba, is. Chubba. Because people are drafting him as a handcuff. Another rookie on the Panthers. I mean, Mike Davis isn't there anymore. So if you're going to draft a handcuff, which I don't always love, let Chubba be the guy. When you're, when you're uh, the Panthers and you spent all your picks on defense, and then you pick your second, your third pick in that draft, as your second offensive pick ever, and it's a running back after CMC missed the year last year, I think it's very indic- indicative or in, in whatever that word is. Indicative? It indicates, indicative. Indicative, yes. It indicates that uh, they are high on Chubba Hubbard and that he they want him to fill a, a certain role if Christian McCaffrey Chubba, Chubba. goes down. Jason, where could they find you? Michael didn't give an injury, Tim. Uh, what the fuck's wrong with Mike, you? Michael is Michael's distracted right now, I could tell. No, I'm not. I'm waiting for you to call me, and it's Terrace Marshall. As much as I was just saying, I think he's getting a little overhyped. He could step into any role, basically, so give me some Terrace. I'm glad I kicked it back to Michael for that insight. At Rodolfo <laughs> <have> Jason. <laughs> oh, you want a haiku, Jay? Jason, Jason is really trash. I don't like that him. That was way more than that was seven really. syllables. We have to start. Jason is really trash. He is loud noises. Julia, Rob hurts. I'm done. <laughs> See ya. You guys want a haiku to go? No, no, no more haikus. Goodbye from right. Broto. It later, was nice later. seeing you here. Jason is bad. Haikuer. Later. Heat wave. <laughs>